Hello, hello, and welcome to the first edition of the Crypto Valley Association podcast. Exciting times ahead as we embark on this journey to discover the latest trends within this fast-moving industry and try to shed some light on the mysteries it contains. Today, we have Lance Morgan with us, president of Blockchain Intelligence Group, who will tell us what it's like to be the James Bond of crypto as we dive into this hidden world of blockchain forensics investigation. So Lance, tell us what's going on behind cryptocurrency. Well, thanks, Raz. Thanks uh, for having me. And um, there's there's definitely a lot going on. Um, been in the space now for five and a half years. And uh, it began with uh, providing insight to transactional information within different cryptocurrencies. and. You know, we started off recognizing that uh, that this space, from a data perspective, is growing every ten minutes when referring to Bitcoin, and uh, every two to three when referring to others, and even even uh, shorter time frames for for some others. So, uh, we felt that search and analytics were a necessity, and in order to help bring uh, cryptocurrencies mainstream, we needed to be able to give the tools to law enforcement to be able to do their traditional jobs in this new uh, form of currency, uh, be able to give confidence to regulators to be able to um, understand and create policy and to be able to give confidence to the financial industry that they can meet their uh, regulatory uh, requirements behind the licenses that they hold. And, um, and so when we first announced the ability to visualize or see transactions um, law enforcement was our biggest respondent and so this is where we built our product called clue mm -hmm. and this is an engine that allows you to view transactions all the way back to the very first transaction in 2010 and um, and from there um, we provide attribution to entities and activities that exist within the crypto space. So uh, be it a mixing website, um, be it um, transacting with the dark web, um, be it offering services that might be around child exploitation or terrorism financing. And so uh, we provide insight and um, uh, identify choke points that exist within this ecosystem that allow law enforcement to be able to go and subpoena the KYC information uh, from that uh, VASP and therefore de-anonymize the pseudo-anonymous people. And um, we realize that, uh, that having this ability uh, allows um, to try to catch these nefarious actors and to try to empower the overall and remove sort of the initial uh, negative assessment that people had around crypto. You know, it's used by criminals, it's all for criminals. And, <laughs> and the reality is that, that in the early days, that was the case. But as time went on, uh, you know, adoption and on-ramps are becoming easier and people are becoming more aware about crypto. And therefore, um, that percentage is decreasing uh, over time, but it'll it'll always be there. I mean, the the biggest form of money laundering to date is still cash, yes. and um, uh, we uh, we at least try to um, uh, progress the overall objective of what uh, the initial idea from Satoshi was, and that is to 
um, offer further transparency around transactions. Mm. Now, you know, the, liber the libertarians of the world will say that that's not the objective. <laughs> and uh, um, really, it's just about having a decentralized um, money system. But uh, the reality is that, uh, you know, really, it, it's to make sure that it, it's all stored in an immutable ledger that uh, is, is open to everyone for everyone to see. And so nice. uh, our skills is to be able to give uh, visibility into that transactional system um, in an easier fashion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I really believe that these these insights are ever more more important, right? Within growing industry, um, like like the one one we're in that is that is growing growing by the day, providing these insights just uh, of, of of fundamental use. And so, um, when when you tell us a little bit more about uh, what what blockchain intelligence group um, is is currently doing, and and when, what role uh, you play within within this growing industry? Yeah, thank you. Um, so as we progressed, we realized that we have the data to be able to deliver uh, solutions for the financial industry. So we've uh, risk scored um, a number of different cryptos that allow a financial organization to um, kind of like an Equifax or a TransUnion uh, or Dun & Bradstreet would be another example where you can uh, submit an address or a transaction and get a risk score back to, with um, flags and entities attached to it to allow a compliance officer or... Uh, anyone for that matter, to be able to understand why it's scored th at that level mm -hmm. and determine if it's within their risk tolerance. tolerance. So we, um, uh, from that point, realized that the industry required education. Mm -hmm. And um, I stole the, the head of Homeland Security's illicit finance and proceeds of crime unit. So he was the mm -hmm. supervisor, special agent in charge of all cryptocurrency investigations in the U.S. government and uh, had traveled the globe, traveling foreign law enforcement agencies on how the U.S. performs cryptocurrency investigations. And, um, and then I also had Teresa, who's 25 years in the financial industry, mm. closed down 1,500 banks in the uh, 2008 meltdown. Wow. Uh, $16 billion was the largest bank she closed. Mm -hmm. And collectively, the two of them created um, our crypto investigator training um, uh, program. And it is a, a self-paced um, educational system that uh, allows people to get an understanding of the different types of cryptos, the uh, ultra-private cryptocurrencies, uh, the different types of wallets that exist, uh, how the dark web operates, and then how the criminal element takes advantage of uh, the anonymity that, that crypto can offer and, yes. and, and allow people to understand how they can investigate um, transactions so that they can realize the information that they need to, to be able to perform their job. So we've had some amazing successes. We've had uh, um, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, uh, Wells Fargo, you know, some amazing uh, organizations and members have, have gone through our training and uh, great feedback. And then we also have a, a forensics division okay. because there's certain um, times where agencies are overwhelmed or they don't have the expertise or law firms require um, a third-party unbiased review um, or even uh, VASP themselves have come to us to help them defend um, their side of, of what's transpired in lawsuits. And as a matter of fact, recently we are now recognized at the federal level mm -hmm. uh, as expert witness testimony providers. And um, uh, we've done uh, cases for uh, the very first case in Hong Kong. It was a thousand Bitcoin that were stolen. Uh, mm -hmm. That's gone to trial. 
Um, there was a, an ICO that went astray over in Germany that we helped provide evidence for. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been pretty interesting. Uh, and of course, a lot of individuals that have come to yeah. us that have had um, thefts uh, and they would like to help um, mm -hmm. provide an evidence trail to law enforcement to try to go and recapture whatever funds might be left. Yes. And so um, uh, we've, uh, we've definitely, the James Bond side of things definitely plays out there. <laughs> and, um, and then lastly, we created a product or service that um, is really our, our way of giving back to the community. And it's, uh, it's called the Crypto Fusion Center. And yes. this uh, is a, a free service that allows people, everyone is vetted, both law enforcement and VAS. Obviously, law enforcement is a lot easier for us to vet, but we do make sure that, mm -hmm. that everyone is vetted so that um, when people make submissions, um, they aren't just trying to blacklist some whale's wallet and therefore impede his ability to maybe do a trade okay. and cause uh, financial hardship. Um, but this allows real-time notification of ransomware addresses, theft addresses, these kinds of things where um, members then, if they receive uh, notification and find out that th this address is within their system, they can freeze those funds. And we try to um, catch these bad actors as early yes. as possible to help the overall industry grow. So uh, collectively, we are the most comprehensive suite of compliance services found uh, globally. And um, mm -hmm. uh, we also are a publicly traded company. So we also have that transparency and uh, accountability that offers further confidence to not only the banking industry, but law enforcement itself. So, wow. so that's Blockchain Intelligence Group in a nutshell. Okay, well, th thank you. Thank, thank, thank you for that. And, and, and you mentioned e education, right, as, as, as a core uh, point um, with, within uh, what, you, what you're doing. And I think a lot of um, other, other companies um, and, and, and thought leaders within, within our industry are really pivoting to that educational um, side. So do you have any maybe key, uh, key elements of, of education that you might want to put forth um, to um, our audience, to, to our listeners um, here today? Um, about uh, blockchain forensics and maybe some, some key takeaways that they may be able to, to know or understand uh, about this? Well, I think in order for uh, companies to uh, embrace what um, blockchain and, and cryptocurrency has uh, and the advantages behind it, and in order for them to be able to um, enter into this space, uh, obviously education is needed. They need to be able to understand um, how they can accomplish their 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 roles and their requirements within the organization, and and how they can uh, embrace it. And so, in order for them to be able to put forward to management um, suggestions around the opportunity of this this area, they they need to be able to really uh, look under the hood, and and that's what um, our our education material does offer. Um, okay. It is not really um, something that that pushes our services. It really is a, a true and depth understanding about um, the intricacies of, of how things work and, and how um, from a, from a regulatory aspect um, they can perform their jobs. And so we, we really do uh, allow them when they come out the other side to be able to have the information that's necessary to be able to provide recommendations and show how they can integrate and, and, and interact with this new form of, uh, of currency and 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 mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's what we really offer
Okay, yeah, awesome. And I think it's very important for um, every uh, in individual, not only within the blockchain space, but but just uh, out there that that are technologically um, apt to to understand the, the these these different uh, parts, especially of let's say the the deep web, the uh, the dark uh, dark web as well, and and to understand what what is going on in the background so they don't get maybe uh, caught up by some of these um, illicit um, activities and that they're they're aware um, of what's of what's going on so definitely yeah I think I think it's very very um, in, important it's yeah it's fascinating I mean you know until this career came along I had you know I knew of the dark web but I had never been on it and yes. uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a whole nother world I mean we've been training officers um, uh, that were in the child exploitation world, and we asked how many wow. have been on the dark, dark web, and, and only ten percent had raised their hand. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think uh, it comes down to budgets, but it's also um, the ability to access that without compromising their systems. Yes, and um, but you can't kind of turn a blind eye to um, where your targets are existing and interacting. I mean, it's mm -hmm. a lot easier for a guy to sell drugs from his bedroom than it is on a street corner. <laughs> and um, and if you have an opioid, opioid problem, you have a crypto problem. And, mm -hmm. and the cryptos help you track those things because that's that's how they're making these sales. And uh, yeah, so it is very very interesting uh, what happens on that side of things. And uh, um, I'm thankful that uh, that I was exposed to it. Oh yes, and I think uh, crypto has really, really brought around, uh, let's say, an, an, an evolution in in this this type of activity, right? Where before maybe the the drug dealer was hiding big wads of cash under under their bed, and now it can all be on a little piece of paper uh, in in a code uh, form, right? So if the level of education isn't there to understand that, oh, uh, this um, this this twenty odd digit um, code. Uh, can actually contain millions of dollars uh, within it. They might just disregard that evidence that could be very important to to solving the case. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, yeah, they pull a guy over and uh, they see a QR code, and without this knowledge, they would have really no idea that 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 might be holding ten million dollars wow. <laughs> of illicit funds. So, <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Ten yeah. million dollars on a QR code. I think that's that's the one I need to scan next. <laughs> um, so um, awesome. And so the, the community are, are always eager to predict um, the future. So where do you think blockchain forensics is is headed? Well, it, it, it is a sort of a pick in the shovel in the industry. I mean, it's it's a necessity uh, in a bunch bunch of different verticals, as I mentioned, and um, uh, really, I think for this industry to grow. Um, education needs to happen, and that'll happen by way of government adopting policies that uh, mm -hmm. allow countries to um, sort of uh, interact or embrace what what crypto is doing. I mean, you can't shut it off. You can't turn off the internet. So we all know it's it's here to stay, and <laughs> and so um, you know forensics will continue to play an integral role in uh, ensuring that that uh, further adoption and, and growth of it will will take place. Okay. Yeah. And and one last question, if I may, um, Lance. So, what what is your vision for for the future then of of this whole industry? Maybe blockchain forensics aside, how how do you see the the whole whole industry growing from from the point uh, at which it's, at which it's at uh, today? Well, I think we're kind of at this precipice of where um, people are really actually starting to see. 
how blockchain is going to impact everything in our lives and um, make things more efficient, more accountability, um, less fraud. Um, and I think on the crypto side, I mean, obviously, Bitcoin was a great uh, example of what blockchain has as, 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 and, and its transformation and how it's disrupting um, all ways of, of supply chain management, healthcare, all these kinds of things. And uh, on the crypto side, I think that, you know, in the next five years, we'll see 10 strong leaders in the crypto space from Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, Stellar, um, nice. uh, um, uh, Rootstock and RSK and, and the Rift token and these kinds of things and the Lightning Network that's uh, mm. sort of a, uh, a layer on top and the Omni layer. And, and but, you know, I, I think in, in 10 years, we'll see that there will be maybe only five real strong players. And I think we'll see, I think there's over you know, 278,000 uh, tokens out there. There's uh, you know 2,000 different types of cryptos from my last count, and that's probably low now. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, but at the end of the day, I, I think that, you know, we'll, we'll see really only uh, the ones that, that truly have um, uh, overcome some of the technical bounds that, uh, some of the other cryptocurrencies face. And, um, you know, the Bitcoin itself will sort of be the gold standard. Um, you know, you still can't find, you can find certain people that don't understand um, that there's a difference between blockchain and cryptocurrency. And yeah. so, you know, we're still sort of at that educational state for certain individuals, but um, a lot of people now uh, have that uh, understanding ability to, to find the differences and um, I think that people are really going to take advantage of what it offers from digitizing assets, from you know real estate and uh, land holdings and uh, land registries and, and mm -hmm. these kinds of things. So it's it's going to be really exciting to see how um, it it really starts to prove out uh, how this technology can be utilized. And and we're we're, we're past the you know the crypto winter, thankfully, by the looks of it. And mm -hmm. um, you know, our, our future is uh, very exciting um, on a number of fronts, and, uh, and, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be a part of it and help shape um, this new financial ecosystem. Um, awesome, awesome. Well, there, there you have it, folks. Time will only tell, but there's lots, lots to be um, hopeful about. Um, great. So if you enjoyed hearing this short conversation with, with Lance, feel free to check out more on, on our website, CryptoValley.Swiss. We host plenty of, of events, educational content, and even provide you with information on how you can join our growing community. So um, great. Well, well, thank you once again, Lance, for, for discussing uh, with us here um, today. And um, yeah, stay tuned, stay safe. And until next time from the Crypto Valley in Switzerland. Thank you, Shiraz. Thanks for Thank time. You. Thanks, everyone, for listening.